Hey there, friends of Holy Shenanigans Podcast. I'm thrilled to share that I'll be recording live from the Wild Goose Festival this July 11 through 14. Wild Goose Festival is a transformational community grounded in faith-inspired social justice. It's a one-of-a-kind gathering that brings together activists, artists, and seekers from all walks of life to explore justice and art, spirituality, and community. The festival will take place at Van Hoy Farms in Union Grove, North Carolina, and I'd love for you to join me there. From engaging workshops to inspired panels and interactive experiences, Wild Goose has something for everyone. So mark your calendars and let's be part of this incredible community that is committed to making a positive impact in the world. For more information, visit www. WildGooseFestival.org. As one of my followers, use a discount code A-TLE24. That's A-TLE24. And you'll get $50 off the price of an adult weekend ticket. We will see you there at the Wild Goose Festival to connect, to build community, and to work for social justice. Welcome to Holy Shenanigans. I'm your muse, Tara Lamont Eastman, a creative, a feminist, and a pastor. In this week's episode, I tell a story about cross carriers and how car repair can lead to new life. Welcome to Holy Shenanigans. Each week, I take my listeners on a all-inclusive tour, including a Bible story, adding a personal story, and topping things off with poetry or prose. It's my hope that what you hear will be encouraging or challenging or help you to see something sacred in everyday life. So I invite you to take a few moments to give this week's story about new life a listen In this season of Easter and spring, new life is all around us, if only we have the eyes to see it. So thank you for taking out some time with me to look for these signs of spring, and for a spiritual conversation that is sacred, but never stuffy. As you listen to this episode, we'll be in the midst of a hectic Holy Week, with Monday, Thursday, Good Friday, Holy Saturday, and Easter Sunday. Compared to last year's celebration of this week, there have been some changes from shelter in place, and some things are, like this season of spring, beginning to open up as vaccines have become more readily available. Last year at this time, I and my worship team was creating Holy Week worship on a 100% digital format. This Holy Week, we are in a hybrid model, making worship happen with small groups, iMovie mashups and taking some baby steps to some outdoor in-person worship experiences for Holy Week. All of this, as you can imagine, has been quite an adventure, and one that requires a lot of helping of each other, a lot of patience, a lot of courage. This weekend marks the second season of Lent going into Easter that we have been working, learning, and worshiping in the midst of a pandemic. 
And like leading worship in this hybrid way, there is no lack of scripture readings to consider for this week's Easter episode of Holy Shenanigans. The Bible readings for this week are many and various from Monday, Thursday, Good Friday, Holy Saturday, and Easter Sunday. And if that isn't enough variety, there are actual alternate readings that can be chosen from the lectionary for Holy Week. Like I said, there's lots of adventure, opportunities, and possibilities in this worship practice of sharing scripture and making sense of it. And this week, for some reason that I'll explain in a moment, I've chosen a text traditionally used for Good Friday to talk to you about new life and Easter. And this reading comes from Mark 15, 21. It's brief and an important part of the Holy Week story. The text from Mark 15, 21 says, They compelled a passerby who was coming in from the country to carry his cross. It was Simon of Cyrene, the father of Alexander and Rufus. Simon of Cyrene. Hmm. Simon of Cyrene appears also in Matthew and Luke's Gospels as the helper of Jesus carrying the cross to Golgotha. As they went out, they found the man of Cyrene, Simon by name. They compelled this man to carry his cross, Matthew 27, 32. As they led him away, they seized one, Simon of Cyrene, who was coming in from the country, and laid on him the cross to carry it behind Jesus, Luke 23, 26. What I learn from these mentions of Simon from Matthew, Mark, and Luke, by name, that he, Simon, was a passerby was compelled to help Jesus in the moment of dire need. And while some of the readings suggest he didn't have much choice in the matter, he still carried that cross. Even if it wasn't his first choice of what to do that day, he carried that cross behind Jesus up that hill and went with him. Simon, the cross-carrying passerby, seems to not be tied up in this passion play that was taking place between the religious leaders this Jesus of Nazareth, and his scattered disciples. But Simon is invited or seized or compelled to carry the cross that Jesus was not physically able to carry anymore. Simon was strong, willing. Simon was a helper, right when Jesus needed one. As you listen to this focus on Simon, you may be asked why I'm pausing here at Good Friday instead of going to the glory of Easter morning. I pause here because Simon reminds me of a person in my life that has a long legacy of cross-carrying. This person is Papa Ron, PR for short, and I know him as a cross-carrying car repairman. So yes, this is the Easter episode, talking about Simon of Cyrene, a cross-carrying car repairman, and some new life, which leads me to this week's story of holy shenanigans. I have a hard time remembering exactly how long I've known Papa Ron, but PR and I met probably 15 years ago when he owned a car repair shop where I was a customer. The best way for me to remember how long we've known each other is by the cars that he's fixed. From our Dodge Neon to the hand-me-down minivan to the Toyota Matrix, then the green Dodge, the blue Toyota, and then the Sabaru. The Sabaru was a product of Saab and Subaru working together for a short period of time and was wonderful and a little bit fussy 
And so Ron and I dubbed her Lola. She was a little bit of a showgirl. More on that in a moment. Somewhere between working on the neon and working on the Sabaru, PR and I would take some time to talk about things besides cars and the weather. We would talk about our families and faith and where and how God was leading us in our lives. PR listened to my journey in vocation from social work to youth work to playing gigs as a musician to going back to college to going to seminary and eventually heading out of town on a pastoral internship. PR would make sure that the oil changes were done on time and that my husband and I could stay safely on the road wherever we were headed. It was in this time of 15 years or so that Mr. M became Papa Ron or PR because PR always took time to hear not only what weird noise our cars were making, but to what was really going on in our lives. When I told PR that I was going to seminary, he was ecstatic. There came a time in my training that I needed to take this 20-week course called CPE, or Clinical Pastoral Education. Just before this class started, I traded my green Dodge for a new-to-me-used silverish Sabaru that we named Lola. And like with my other cars, I took it to PR for a once-over. He changed the oil, filled up the fluids, we changed the tires, checked the brakes, and gave an all-over checkout of this car before I started this long-distance traveling. And after all of this work, PR gave his stamp of approval to hit the road. And so I hit the road, headed to CPE, with the windows down and music playing. And then I hear a weird noise, quiet at first, in the front end of the car. And I didn't know the car very well yet, so I kept driving and I got to my destination about two hours away. At the end of classes that first day, I asked one of my classmates who was car savvy to take a look at my car, and they discovered something noisy but benign. The heat shield had come loose, so they tightened it up and sent me on my way to where I was staying overnight. But as I drove the few miles to that Airbnb, this ever-growing whooshing noise was still there. In fact, it was getting louder. It was like a whoosh, wonk, wonk, whoosh. So on my way to this Airbnb, I gave PR a call. His receptionist picked up the phone. I told her what was going on with my car, and she somewhat anxiously said, whatever you do, pull over, stay there. Don't go a mile more. PR is on his way. I tried to explain that I was two hours away. It's too far for him to come. Can't I just go to any shop? But she insisted, and PR insisted, that he was the one coming to help. So I parked the car across from the Airbnb that I was staying, and I parked in a church parking lot. I checked in at the Airbnb, and just by happenstance, the church where I parked was having a cookout, and they invited me to eat dinner. So I ate a hot dog, and I waited for PR. Two hours after my call, PR found me and my wounded Sabaru in the church parking lot. He explained that the rims on this car was fussy, and that the car tires had been new, 
and the lug nuts needed extra tightening after 50 miles of drive. And I had gone well beyond 50 miles. Whoosh, womp, womp, whoosh, womp, womp noise that I had heard getting louder and louder were the lug nuts slowly and surely coming off of my tires. At this point in my journey, PR discovered that I had already lost one lug nut along the way, and I was very dangerously close to losing the whole brand new tire off of my car. He scrutinized all the remaining lug nuts and used a power tool to make sure they would never work themselves loose again. And because this car was part Saab and part Subaru, some of the parts were hard to find. And this is where Lola got Lola's name, as I had to order lug nuts to replace the ones that had been lost, lug nuts that cost over $100. Thanks, Saab. But in all seriousness, the real thanks goes to PR to Papa Ron. Because for that day and many others, Papa Ron was like Simon of Cyrene for me. I'm not saying I'm Jesus, but I'm saying that Ron is always someone that I could count on for car repairs, long drives to fix my loose lug nuts, and so much more. PR encouraged me to go places, to learn new things, and to build a new life in pastoral vocation. In a lot of ways, PR is a father figure to me. Even though PR is retired from the car repair business, he continues to be someone I can depend on. He's still someone in my life. PR, to me, is like Simon, the cross carrier. Which brings us to this week's question. This question is about people like Simon of Cyrene, or cross carriers, or paparans, or like another one of my favorites, Fred Rogers. Mr. Rogers had this famous quote about looking to the helpers in times of chaos or tragedy, that the helpers, the cross carriers, those that drive hundreds of miles to fix your car so that you can make it to your class and continue the journey that you're called to take. These are the people and the ones I look to. These are the helpers that I cherish. So in this season of Easter, of new life, I wonder who your Simon is. Perhaps your Simon is someone like my PR, because to be true, Everybody needs a PR or a Simon. When it comes to this idea of resurrection or new life, I think there is more than one way to recognize it. Jesus' resurrection on Easter morning is a fantastic and central part to the Christian faith. But resurrection, I think, can show up in just as important everyday ways. Like having a person help me remember that I need to get oil changes or like a person who drives long ways to help a friend stranded on the road, or like an old friend who asks you to call and pray with them on the morning he receives a partial liver transplant from his own grown adult child who also knows a lot about being a cross carrier. There are lots of everyday ways that resurrection shows up. And as PR likes to say, You just have to have the eyes to see it. And so I say thank you to PR for being my Simon. Too many times to count. 
And I pray for your new life, for your healing, for your continued legacy of cross-carrying, car repairs, and love. Life can take us on journeys that we least expect. Tires fly off cars. Accidents happen. Illnesses show up without reason. But Simon stops what he's doing. And no matter if he was told to or wanted to, he stopped. He carried Jesus' cross. When Jesus was stumbling under the weight of the burden, Simon stopped, helped, and carried what he could. For me, one of those people is PR or Papa Ron. So who is your Simon? And how will you say thank you to them for the new life they have brought and bring to you? In the book Heart Talk by Cleo Wade, you'll find a treasure trove of poetry and wisdom for life. And this will be the focus of this week's poem. Ms. Wade writes, We spend so much of our time focusing on our missteps. When we trip and fall, we seem to only obsess over the 10 seconds we were on the ground, rather than the rest of the day spent walking perfectly fine. Similarly, in life, we let our heavy moments, month or year, get in the way of our ability to see that we are okay so much more than we are not okay. Falling down does not make us who we are. Standing up does. Rising and continuing to move forward does. I think as people, we do tend to focus on our falls. And sometimes the falls we experience are devastating. But in those falls is the opportunity for a fellow faller who happens to be upright at the moment to carry what is too heavy or to give us the hand we need to rise up and start over again and again. So Once More is a poem by Cleo Wade called As I Go Forward. As I go forward, I may stumble, but I stand up more than I fall down. Thank you for those who carry crosses, come long distances, to fix things that are broken, to lift us up when we've fallen. This week's episode is dedicated to all those who stop to carry burdens for others, and for PR who helped me stay on the road to my class and also helped me dream a new life. May you always have your very own cross-carrying, car-repairing Simon in your life, for new life, and for a blessed Easter season to come. Thanks for joining me for this week's episode of Holy Shenanigans to surprise, encourage, redirect, and almost always turn life upside down, all in the name of love. You are always invited to join me on this unpredictable spiritual adventure that is always sacred, but never stuffy. Happy Easter. Happy Easter.